Welcome back to the Bad Venture Club. Bad Venture Club. Club. It's a D&D podcast where we are journeying through the fantasy realm of Alf Sears. Hopefully not getting killed by jelly. (laughs) You never know what's going to happen. You really can never. You don't know. (laughs) Next time it's going to be a marmalade. (laughs) You never know which jelly might be your last. I should have tasted it. My name is Kate Larson and I am your quest master. I'm Sadie and I play Esme. I am Jordan and I messed up again this episode, but I... I Do do you want to sit by me? Is that... Are no. you trying to like move up in the order? No, I would never. <laughs> I would never try to do that. Doesn't I'm, affect your initiative rolls. I'm Jordan and I play Chris. <laughs> well, okay. Testy. I but I'm gonna bring it down. I'm John and I play Cal. <laughs> and I'm Skylar and I play Alistair. Awesome. So I already introduced that we play D D. So, so for a little warm-up question today. What is your character's favorite season? Mm. We'll start with Esme. I feel like Esme's probably a summer girly. That's, I would assume, I respect that. the most tourism is happening in the capital. And so that would be like best. When, when she can get the most busking. Oh, interesting that you would use that word. It's just like a common word everyone knows. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> 100% agree. Every, everyone knows what a busker is. I've heard that word before. Yeah. I use it all the time. But yeah, so I feel like she would really when enjoy you're that. Busking. <laughs> so yeah, summer. Summer. Nice. Chris is a, a real basic kind of guy. He likes fall. He likes apple spice, pumpkin spice, just fall types of spices. So fall. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he loves a scarf, nice boot. Just jacket. one boot. <laughs> does he wear boots? He doesn't wear shoes. He doesn't. He fall does in time. the fall. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He makes the exception for his. One Do boot. they have like bottoms or are they like just kind of like foot covers? It's yeah, it's just kind of like a cover, but it he, it looks good. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's an aesthetic choice. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Cal likes springtime. He likes when. Everything is kind of in bloom, and it's not too hot. In and... in the desert where he's from, everything's in bloom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the desert blossoms as a rose. Okay, that was more of just like a clarifying question. No, yeah, like like de- <laughs> like definitely, eutatropine is kind of volcanic and kind of. <laughs> what did I do? I made a mistake in naming that area. <laughs> it took me a second to realize what you said. I was like, yeah. oh, we're good. I looked straight at Skylar's <laughs> eyes and were like, what? what? what and then do? both of us were like, oh. Just keep going. Kind of it was great. The audience <laughs> knows what we heard. I, if you don't rewind it and listen I am back. in the dark. The place where he's from is kind of it's a kind of a high desert. It's kind of volcanic, but yeah, there's still vegetation. And that's why he likes spring is because, you know, the, the little vegetation that's there that can survive a harsher environment. It does bloom and flower in spring. Awesome. What about Alistair? Alistair also likes the summer. Uh, Alistair likes the summer because his powers manifested in a way of like bringing about cold. And he doesn't necessarily like that. He's like an anti-Elsa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that makes 
it probably does recognize what reminds you of it. I just want to point out that yeah, Elsa no. also liked summer. Like when when an avalanche kills your parents, it's understandable that <laughs> understandable have favorite. a nice day. Alistair is actually Parent just machine Elsa. broke. You're like not Batman, whereas like Wait, bats and kill his parents. <laughs> you <laughs> no, know what? Bats ate his parents to bats death. Killed Batman's parents. That's you're the Batman still, that I've like seen. Batman. I don't know what you guys have you're watched. Still like Batman, the dark brooding one. I'm Alistair. Uh, <laughs> I'm Alistair. <laughs> Where was the other goo going? Where's the goo? Where's Taffy? <laughs> uh, yeah, he likes Did you summer. Say Taffy. I don't know what Taffy, Taffy is. Not bring I swear. Taffy up in this podcast. <laughs> not on my Christian D and D server. <laughs> <laughs> Which Kate, you'd like to join our Christian D and D server, <laughs> Kid? What's your favorite? I am a summer through and through. Summer boy, summer loving. We didn't yeah. even ask you on the other us. episodes. That's so rude. One, of us. one thing Tell me about me because no one cares about the DM. He's too busy clapping our cheek. Whoa! He's got to be a better way to phrase that. <laughs> thanks, thanks, everyone. That came out, uh, and then I thought about it. Coming. Ah, Cade, the come at a bad time. I'm afraid I just goo myself. The, the goo, the goo resurrected, and it killed you all in your sleep. Everyone's dead. The podcast is over. That feels fair and valid. I knew it was too easy. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> Wait, should we read our minutes from last time? Yeah. I think you just got bodied by some goo. <laughs> Break into electric goobaloo. <laughs> I think it's John's turn. Yeah, it sounds about right. Well, Let's skip over <clears throat> Jordan. Jordan did episode. Oh, no, it is my turn. Is it your turn? I think yeah. Esme did the last time. Esme. Yeah, Esme. it was me. Sadie. Sadie. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that's the order we were going. I didn't know I we didn't had either. an order. So but that works for me. I think it feels right that I am the one to. To explain how why well we fought against the why goo. don't you did you us. kill the large goo so what happened last time guys is we where did this freaking start huh we went we down went straight the up on, like when we were leaving or did we go to our tribunal and then go we, no i the think tribunal was episode eight honestly that was such a long episode i couldn't tell you i think we, we started, started on our way on we went train. down a shaft you you started on the train oh correct okay <clears throat> so it started, we were on the train, and we talked to Captain Ironbeard, and we tried to get some information from him about the deep. Apparently, the dwarves are going down there, and then just, like, freezing, like, becoming catatonic. And when you try to get them out, then they freak out and, like, start to be violent. We also asked him about the vault, and Alistair tried to, like, read his thoughts. He's not telling us something about the vault. There's something sketchy, but we'll get to that later. Then we get down in the shaft, we get all our stuff, and we see these two dwarves who are out like in front of this door that goes into the mine. It's all bricked up. And we're, everyone did so I good. So hard not to. I'm sorry. Everyone else did home. so good. So like, let's get in. The, let's get in the in the mine. And we try. To, we start taking out all the bricks and whatever. And then the two dwarves go crazy. They're like, oh, look, look. They don't say this, but they're like, let's get in there. They went like, full. No, you're not part of the turbo team. <laughs> they went full insane clown posse. They went turbo time. And then they went into the, they started like cram, clambering over. Luckily, I put my ring of tracking in their pocket so we could follow them to wherever they're trying to get to. We cleared out all the debris and those stuff. And then we were following my inklings towards my ring. And we got to this. Dangerous, dangerous 
mega dangerous <laughs> room full of goo. We spent about 30 minutes deciding, <laughs> deciding what the room looked what like. The room looked like <laughs> and how good up it Honestly, was. Honestly, I'm going to cut a lot of that out. That's oh, fair and valid. Good. That's Just good. You guys know that we spent a long time trying to figure out. Jordan, required Jordan had a visual to pull his iPad out and draw a picture. I drew the goo. Which, to short version is, it's the scene where Winnie the Pooh gets stuck in the tree trying to get the honey and there's a bunch of bees in the honey goo. There's lots of goo. It was actually very easy to understand and we were just dumb. <laughs> no, anyway, then we just proceeded to get our butts <laughs> handed to us by this goo which had very low AC and we just couldn't hit it. I rolled Several ones. <laughs> you couldn't hit it. I could not. I, I could have hit a problem. it consistently. <laughs> I killed the large goose. You Sadie. did a good job at hitting Alistair. I did hit Alistair. <laughs> Alistair did went down. Sadie went down. I went down. <laughs> Three of us. It was almost a TPK, but we did manage to kill the goo. Is and that? I think that was the big bad. And I think we're just going to go like find something happy. This yeah, I think good. all your problems are solved. Yeah, we took some like a rest. sauna. I think the goo was an appetizer. Yeah. We took a long rest and now we are I don't know. So we're 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 gonna actually join you in the middle of your long rest. Oh no. Okay. That you're around the fire, everyone's having a good time. Captain Ironbeard's cooking up some vittles. Some what? Vittles. It's just food. Oh. Sorry. Is that a root? It's dwarven word? food. Vittles? Yeah. Yeah. It's like a generalized It's like a, a southern slang food. for food. Oh. Okay. You don't need to write it down. It's not important. <laughs> I was Googling it. V-I-T-T-L-E-S. Vittles. You can write it right next to busk in your notebook. But yeah, that's what that's the real reason we're doing this podcast is to teach everyone words. Welcome to it's, our vocabulary podcast. Yeah, it's, it's actually an AP English podcast. Disguised. Raise your hand. Did you know what Vittles is? Are you asking the listeners to raise their hands? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. At your home, your raise your hand. We'll you know if you didn't. Yeah, no cheating. If you're raising your hand, you're a liar. Because <laughs> that's not a normal word. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> it's not a normal word to you. There's plenty of swaths of dwarfs. The American West and South that Vittles is a perfectly normal word. My dad and my grandparents have said it as well. So me and Skylar's dad Your and Skylar's dwarves. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool. My mom or my grandma's only like five feet tall. Oh, well, so there you basically go. she's a dwarf. <laughs> Checks out. <laughs> so as you're all sitting around eating dinner, recovering, just kind of hanging out. Mm, this is some. These are some good vittles. <laughs> 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 don't deserve that word. <laughs> That's Captain Ironbeard says, so I, I know you guys are working for the Dragon King. What, I mean, what is it that he has you doing? So... Are we allowed to talk about it? I don't know. I feel like we can. I mean, it's not a secret. Wait, is it a secret? It was like on the DL. Oh, is it? We're hush hush about it. That's why we're. That's why we're doing like he, special. He, he's like here. You, <laughs> you guys, you, you're talking out loud. Like, I'm oh, not, I'm not using my character voice. But you're and just that's how you know when he's literally talking. How about this? We'll divulge a little bit of information on that. If you divulge a little bit more information on your vault story. Ooh. Deal. You first. What do you want to know? Chris? What's in the vault? 
<laughs> gold, jewels, the king's riches. What's in the vault that you haven't told us about? What's missing from the vault? Yeah. Something did go missing that... Hmm. Well, I, I guess if we are going to do a fair exchange of information, I can let you know that someone came looking for an item in the vault similar to the item I believe you are seeking. And Chris, they like, did not find it. Chris has this big aha moment like oh, that's so such... raven like <gasps> oh, yeah <laughs> this is such it feels like such an idiot <laughs> oh my gosh chris knows what it is or chris knows who tried to take it can we but he doesn't say that he just we... goes <gasps> <laughs> can we roll perception to see if we clock that or what our passive perception factor? you're trying to clock chris's aha yeah his aha moment it was my dad my dad was here. He signed his name. He signed it with an R. And his dad, my dad's name starts with an R. <laughs> Cap- Captain Ironbeard's like, I I don't know. I- Shut up. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this maybe. This is a big revelation for me that we're on the right trail to find my dad. I'm like really excited. Hold on. How, how are you certain that your father was here? I just told you. He's the one who wrote in Thieves' Camp. But and signed his name. Is there anyone else besides the two of you that speaks in this? There's tons camp? of people, but I <laughs> that have a name does that the, starts with R. Does the bird have anything to do with your father? I don't know. Was he a bird? <laughs> no, he's a half. I'm halfling. Well, I know you are, and so is my dad. Okay, write that down. <laughs> I don't need to. He writes it down. <laughs> but you said that that message said there was nothing in there. It said to turn back and that there was nothing in there. The the vault, so. I, I can confirm to you that the vault is still full of jewels and gold and treasures. But so you're, what's saying, you're saying that whatever this person came for, they did not get. Correct. But something is missing from the vault. Something that was once in the vault is no longer in the vault. It has yes. been moved to a new location that is currently under the chieftain's control? No. Or was it stolen? Oh. I've answered quite a few of your questions. And I'm happy to, to answer some more. But I I have some questions of my own. Okay. okay, what is it? How do you know you can trust the Dragon King? We don't. I, I don't know what he's told you or what he has told you his purpose is. But... The dwarves and the dragon king have never seen eye to eye, and that could just be years of prejudice talking, but I am extremely wary of him seeking out power. Captain, I I don't speak for the group here, but let me tell you, man to man, or dragon person, (laughs) dragon, big big (laughs) dragon person to little man, I, I do not wholly trust the dragon king. I also come from a the, the Dragonborn have no great love for the Dragon King as a whole. Again, that could just be prejudice, but I too am quite concerned about any person who would seek to gather such power of such a scale entirely unto themselves. Suffice to say, you know, me personally, again, my companions might feel differently. 
But my purposes in, in this excursion, I, I believe that we have been told that there is a, a present danger to the realm, and I am endeavoring to make sure that that danger does not come to life. How, how do you know that you are not bringing that danger closer by doing what you're doing? Hmm. I don't. That is a risk. How can you trust the people who tell you what to do? Your king that, doesn't seem to be a, of sound that's of mind. That's a good question. You know, I love Din's might. I'm a, I'm a dwarf through and through. But I, I wouldn't say that, that the chief is where I take my virtue signals from. So who do you answer to? I think it's still my turn. To ask some questions. Okay. What happens when you have assisted the Dragon King in assembling a sword? Even just one. What happens? I'm just following coin. That's really all. The just money. That's your interest. What yeah. about you? And he looks over towards Esme. Pink hair, you've been quiet. I grew up in the capital and I love this kingdom and the Dragon King has been nothing but kind to my family and my friends. And so I'm inclined to trust him. However, as we've got on this quest and I've learned some things and seen some new kingdoms, while I still am choosing to trust him now, there are measures that I think that we can take that we've discussed as a group that would make sure that he could not assemble the sword. Fully. An insurance policy. Interesting. Did we talk about that? Mm-hmm. I don't remember what we said. Right. Can you get refreshed? <laughs> Flashback <laughs> to when we talked we about it. We were in the tavern and we were... Talking about because John was on the fence because he was like, I, um, I was super worried about it. Uh -huh. So Alistair suggested that if we feel like it's become it gets to a point where we're not right. fully trusting, we just keep we just hold on to one. Oh, okay. Because 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 they need they I'm, need four pieces to mm -hmm. assemble one sword. If they only get three, no dice. I remember that. Okay. Flashing back in, I'd like to answer your question and say, look, whether we have great love or not for the Dragon King. You cannot deny that for the past thousand years, the kingdom of Alfsea has seen tremendous prosperity and growth under this dynasty. It, it, uh, it behooves the Dragon King to maintain peace. Under his ancestors, yes, there has been success and prosperity. But what do any of you know about the current Dragon King and his family. Can we roll for that? <laughs> I don't know. Can I? I, don't, um, I, I think grew up only, in the I capital. Think, yeah, so. I think the only one who would maybe realistically I was gonna say no would probably would be Esme. I went to high school with his daughter. Roll history. She was really cool. We were on the street. His mom was my music teacher. I got eighteen. <laughs> okay. 
So with an 18, you know that a rumor, well, not really a rumor, but you know that at one point the Dragon King had a sister. And around 10 years ago or so, that sister disappeared. The official story is that she got sick and died. But that's the official story. Unconfirmed. And I say that to the group, but I'm not gonna <laughs> everyone just heard it. Uh, but I'm I'm a street performer, so I hear the other rumors too. I've heard those stories, is is what Captain Ironbeard says, and he says, I have reason to believe and I don't really have a lot of proof that the Dragon King was concerned about his sister trying to usurp the throne. And so he ordered her killed. Again, it was ten years ago. I don't have any proof other than my word. If that is true, that's just, you know, treason. So it's lawful to do, I guess. It, it is, but Chris, you seem like a, a person who cares about family. Yeah. So someone who's willing to kill a member of their family. What what other things would you imagine them capable of? Yeah. No, I I'm that that's where I'm coming from. Yeah, for sure. But then the question can be asked if that's just a rumor, why do you put so much weight in it? I I don't currently have the ability to prove anything to you, but mm-hmm. if you seek it out, there is proof out there to back up my story. I'd like to roll an insight check to see how truly, see if I can pick up on how truly Captain Ironbeard believes this, okay. or if he's trying to, you know, persuade us for an ulterior mode. Have we checked? Is it still like the middle of the night? Or yeah, like this is the like, beginning of our long rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like you guys are sitting down to dinner before you lay down for the night. Okay. I rolled a six, so I don't pick up anything I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with a six, I'll tell you that you you believe he's telling you the truth. Okay. listen, Or, or his version of the truth. Yeah. Listen, Captain. He's not trying to pull the wool over our eyes. Right. Listen, we have different opinions about the Dragon King. I don't think all of us are even aligned on if we trust the guy or not. But it seems that way. We trust each other. We're friends, and we don't want anything bad to happen to the people of the kingdom. So, the reason why we want to get the dragon blades is to prevent anything bad from happening. If it turns out that something bad is going to happen, then we're going to do everything we can to stop it. That's absolutely right. From from Din's Might to Ash's Gate High School, we we are in support of all people. Go Cavs. Go Cavs. <laughs> Take state. Our, our goal here is to preserve the peace. It's, you must believe that of us. I do. I, I think I believe, although it seems there are four different motives for you being here, that I, I think I believe that ultimately your goal is similar. So what was stolen from the vault? I think you know. Think I do. Are you not at liberty to say what you're going to kind of let us know? It, it is exactly what you came here seeking. And uh, to our best estimation, information I have received due to my 
position. It's been gone for a while. A while? Hmm. Years. So the person who attempted to break in before didn't get it. The the recent break-in was to confirm a suspicion. You're saying it was an inside job? No. I I I could couldn't confirm that it was an inside job. It was definitely not the work of a dwarf. We're not particularly nimble or tricky Quick. to to pull off a, a stealth stunt like that. We know who it was. And you say that that was done. How recently was that job done? Within a week. I mean, they were still scrubbing the graffiti. Yeah, Chris is like, just like, <laughs> not going to be able to freaking sleep tonight. <laughs> well, you better, because yeah, you, <laughs> you won't get HP back <laughs> if you don't. Captain Ironbeard says, reaches into his bag and pulls out a small bird-shaped pin. And he hands it to Esme. And he says, once we're done here... Are you going to give one to everyone? Like, <laughs> Well, I, I only have the one. I'm sorry. Well, that's rude. I'm going to give it to her because I think you will require the most convincing. Miss Capital. I do not believe that the current course you are on is the correct one. So I'm going to offer you this pin... I, I can't really offer you much more information than what I have, but the person who can will need this as a sign of trust. Where can we find this person? Are okay. you familiar with the saturated shrimp? We are. <laughs> Boy, are we. <laughs> Been there a few times. Yeah. What was that special called again? Where else are you going to get a Lucy Goosey? That's right. I love a good Lucy Goosey, he says, and he looks longingly towards the ceiling. Me too. Why, <laughs> with him. Captain Anbeard, I thought you told us that you had not gotten out of Dinsmite much. You can always, that's the, you can always uh, sneak out for a Lucy Goosey. That's the official story. I I don't leave much. Well, be, be that as it may, you know, if, if what you have told us is true... That, regardless of which way we choose to go on our quest, that does not bode well for us or the kingdom. I suggest we perhaps finish up any final questions and maybe we turn in for the night since we have quite a... We'll, we'll have a long day ahead of us tomorrow, I think. It's anything like today. <laughs> <laughs> but but good work today, everyone. And he... Chris not rockets out of his nose. <laughs> and he says, I, I don't mean to cause you any distress. I, I just simply want to express concern as a citizen of this country that things might not be always what they seem. And I'll just tell you that in my experience, no one can be trusted unless they put their lives on the line for you. So keep that in mind. I will. And Esme's just sitting there and she's just like looking at the pin and she has the most conflicted look on her face. <laughs> And Chris is looking at the pin like so jealous. <laughs> and I have, and I'm like, Captain, one final question from me at least. I don't can't speak for the group. Is this something that I should be hiding, or should if, I wear it? If the wrong person saw it, it it could be dangerous. And would the wrong person happen to find themselves in the employment of the capital? I would say. Be, be extremely discreet 
as you're moving about the capital with that pin. Hmm. Is there anybody at the saturated shrimp who you think we could show that pin to and be okay showing that pin to? I think you'll know. Does her name rhyme with smoothie? <laughs> and he, his lips turn up in a smile and he says, yeah. <laughs> Cal writes down, no, he doesn't. <laughs> smoothie, question mark. <laughs> who is smoothie? <laughs> and he like tucks the, she like pins it to like the inside of her pocket. Ooh. So it's like secure, but mm-hmm. it's hidden. But it's hidden. Yeah. That's sneaky. Like the inside of your jacket? And uh, he says, the, the last thing I'll say to you tonight is simply not not to necessarily trust me, Alistair. It seems like you're wary, which is understandable. You've heard two very opposing stories, and they are coming from two opposite sides. But I think you are all smart enough to have already felt cautious about what's happening. And so I would encourage you to pursue that caution and don't trust anyone. Don't trust a hoe. <laughs> and then 303 comes out and does a performance <laughs> for you before you go to bed. Where did they come from? <laughs> she wants it's to just the goo out. forms into 303. <laughs> and with that, he kind of puts out the fire and he... put out the fire? Because it's bedtime. Oh. I mean, he, he, I guess he, he says, if you guys want some space and time to discuss amongst yourselves, I am happy to, you know, go to the other side of the goo room. <laughs> the, side of the, goo. <laughs> the other side of the goo. <laughs> the 10 by 10 room where you definitely can't hear everything we say. Well, I mean, does any, do any of you have like a spell you could cast on him or something? He's he's like, I I am I can hit him real hard. I, I'm happy to give you space and time if you would like to discuss anything or if you would like to discuss anything further with me. Otherwise, I think it would do us all good to get some rest. Any any last words? Are you gonna kill us? <laughs> <Just kidding> <laughs> no. Did you ask? Did you ask Cal if he's gonna kill you? Yeah, he said any last words. I just meant like before bed. Like, should we do a team cheer? Yeah. Uh, We all put our hands out. I guess. Did you want it? Sure. And he tentatively puts his hand in the middle. One, two, three, go, Cavs. Darn two. One, two, three, go, Go Cavs. Take state. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. And everyone and turns in for the night? Yep. Yeah. At least Esme does. Esme goes and she kind of like is away from the group. Like, she clearly needs some time to process. Okay. Cal goes to sleep right by where the fire was. She's <laughs> like curled up on top of the fire. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go find a spot to sleep as well, but I'm going to pass Chris and just say it seems like we're on a pretty hot track for your father. Keep your eyes open. Yeah. <laughs> Keep your head cool. Chris is just like staring at the wall. <laughs> Stay Shaking. frosty, get paid. This is like the like the most like the biggest lead he's ever got. We'll make sure we see this through. At least in a long time, think, right? Yeah. In eight years, probably like this is the biggest like trail Since he's ever left. had. Anyway. 
Thanks, Alistair. Yeah. Try not to hit me with any more arrows. You Otherwise, yeah. I don't know how much help I can be finding your father. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> Understandable. Yeah, Have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Just clap so. him on the back and then go to bed. <laughs> Roll the hit. So after you all have a long rest, Captain Ironbeard wakes you all up, lights a fire to dip your torches in again because you're in a cave, so it's dark. Is he resting? No matter what, vittles? morning or night. Can uh, we get some more morning vittles, maybe? No, you don't deserve them. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so mad that he didn't know. Yeah, that. he. You guys, you guys wake up to the smell of crackling bacon and scrambled eggs. Yay! What? What are their vittles? That's what, vittles? That would be vittles. Those are morning vittles. I am vittles. I don't know if he will. understands vittles. Do you, do you understand what vittles I'm imagining are? a vittle as like its own individual thing. As a, it's a separate type of food. Yeah, it's but in my mind it's like a pork rind. <laughs> oh, okay. Like yeah. chicharrones? Like yeah, chicharron, I could yeah. see how a vittle, like mm-hmm. the sound of the word vittle. See, just, yeah, uh, just right? imagine vittles as like gamer fuel. Can we just but for southerners, can we just canonically say the chili that dog G fuel? Yeah, it's vittles is fried yeah. pork. Yeah, Dylan, if you're listening, it's actually G-Fuel. just bacon. Sonic chili dog G fuel. <laughs> yeah, he dumps a whole container of Sonic. Chili We're dog gonna have G-Fuel a lot of intestinal problems in like three hours <laughs> if that's all we've eaten. Badland uh, chugs. <laughs> <laughs> so you pack up your camp. And head through the door on the other side of the goom. <laughs> and <laughs> proceed deeper into the cave. Chris, you can feel your ring of tracking getting closer, essentially, as you get deeper and deeper into the cave. You continue to notice the caves getting more wet <clears throat> with larger streams of water, pools, puddles, can we, can stalactites we dripping. Can my, my ring finger out like this? <laughs> and it's like, like a compass you. needle? Yeah. <laughs> like Rain Man. Like. This is important. Which finger does Chris wear his ring on? It is his pointer finger. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just walking down the cave, pointing straight ahead. Maybe it's a pinky ring. Oh, that's it's a toe, nice. It's a toe ring. That's a pinky toe ring. That's that is so nectar. Not a pinky ring, but that's kind of cool. Maybe it's a volleyball term. <laughs> what else uh, do you guys want? That's the ring finger that I'm using. <laughs> the theater of the mind. Whatever's your home. favorite finger. The listeners at yeah. home. <laughs> okay. So after a few hours of traveling deeper into the mine. You come across a exceedingly large cavern. <laughs> I thought it. Did you want to? They call it a mine. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. Do you want? Does everyone want to get one? <laughs> everyone, do your best Gimli impression. This isn't a mine; it's a tomb. <laughs> That's uh, Boromir. That's I, I was gonna say. I don't think Gimli says that. Uh, yeah, he but said, that was a great Gimli impression. He says, you fool of a took. <laughs> this foe is beyond any of you. He says, knife. <laughs> Everyone say your favorite line from the Lord. So as you entered this large cavern, Chris, you feel like very close to your ring of tracking. You see this cavern is like 50 feet circular. 
And on one side is a large waterfall, and there's a lake that's like 20 feet across. Do we quick save as we enter the area? Back at this point. Yeah, you can quick save. <laughs> Sorry, it's going to take five minutes. Is there any light in here? Save. Just the light from your torches. So you can, you can like see the reflection of the waterfall coming down. You can hear the waterfall. And Chris, you feel the, that your ring of tracking is in this cavern. Can I see the dwarves that we pocket I put it in? You cannot from your current vantage point, just because it's a a larger cavern. Okay. How far does like the light from our torches go like in a radius? We'll say, I think it says, doesn't it? Like 10 or 15 feet? I don't know. Okay. Where's the water from the lake? I guess, do any of you have dark vision? I do not. No, you don't. I the don't. only ones that I would think would maybe be... You probably got it. I have dark vision, because um, I have my glasses on. And <laughs> well, if glasses A torch equal. provides bright light for in a 20-foot radius, and dim light for an additional 20-foot radius. Okay. Oh, okay. So, we can so, so in the dim, in the dim portion of the light, you you can see the outline and shapes of various okay. humanoid figures. We can assume are they small? Dwarfanoid they're, figures. They're dwarfanoid. <laughs> okay. Cool, guys. I think we found the source of the the enchantment. And Ironbeard whispers, "Stay frosty. Get paid." <laughs> Cal nods knowingly at Chris. <laughs> I say get paid to everybody. <laughs> uh, Ironbeard kind of says, I I don't really know what to do. I, I, this this are, is a new area to me. And then I approach the dwarves more. Can, what are they looking at? So the dwarves are standing in a line. There are eight of them. And they are standing in front of the lake just staring straight ahead at the lake just straight ahead at like, like the, water the waterfall just like yeah just, just staring so the, the waterfall would be in their line of vision Correct. but like like in that direction but also at nothing right there there it's basically a blank stare forward a blank space hmm. i will let everyone know it is not me or sadie sadie and i have both been very good it's me Actually, Hi. Been using deep cuts and and John is about to get brutally murdered by Jordan. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Jordan is about to hit John with his car. I would like to do a D and D thing. My car. I'm driving right now. <laughs> beep beep. Um, I would like to use my divine sense. Okay. So as an action, I can detect good and evil until the end of your next turn. You can sense anything affected by. Hallow spells or know the location of any celestials, fiends, or undead within 60 feet that's not behind total cover. So I'm just sensing if there's like really good or really bad in this cavern. There is something very bad in this cavern. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) But I also get to know its location if it's within 60 feet. It is... It is in the depths of the lake. Okay. I say, oh. I, I open my eyes after sort of the like deep. reaching into myself to sense. And yeah, I say, and I relate. Companions. Uh, you I, almost call us friends. I did. Well, you are my friends. Okay. But we're it. still getting to know Ironbeard. <laughs> <laughs> Ironbeard's not our friend. Friends and Ironbeard. Okay. I, I can, don't ask me how I can tell, but I, I can sense that 
deep in the in the depths of this water is is a terrible terrible conscious it is it is i know for a surety that it is evil hmm sounds pretty evil <laughs> yes look at Ironbeard and say do you have any idea how deep this water is and he says no this like i say this is deeper than any dwarf i know of has come a spartan kick a dwarf into the lake just kidding i'm not <laughs> <laughs> i was like like, things might get pretty spicy, but let's do it. Uh, <laughs> can we try to, like, freeze the, the water? Door. To see so if they try to... Have... I can't freeze it. Nor can I. None of us have And Ironbeard says, I can't either. <laughs> what can, what Not can with do? that attitude, Ironbeard. Come now. Uh, I can hit things. Well, I'm going to go ahead and just, like, take my ring out of that. Um, okay. Out pocket. of the one dwarf's pocket. I'm right. going to cast Detect <clears throat> Thoughts and focus the spell into the lake. Ooh, interesting. Because I can detect up to... Th- I'm going to walk to the water's edge and cast Is it. Is there a distance on that? 30 feet. Okay. At least. I want to put out... Mine At was 60. Or so, so it would be 30 feet if I can't detect anything. Assuming that it can think, then we know it's deeper than 30 feet. Mine, my range was 60 feet, I want to point out, and I could tell it was there. So it could be really big, or it's... But it could also feet. be without 30... Or with... Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. I'm, I'm going to cast Detect Thoughts. I need one second. If it has an intelligence... That's not... Higher, <laughs> if it has an intelligence of four or higher, then it should have thoughts. I'm so scared. I know, like, whenever Kate has to check Stop the book... It. I'm so scared. <laughs> Using that clip of Will Ferrell. Yeah. <laughs> We could also potentially fight How many dwarves? Eight? Eight Yeah, I don't want to fight the dwarves I don't either Yeah, I, For the sake of returning them back alive From whence they came While you're doing all that Can I make an action of tying up the dwarves? How much rope do you have? I feel like we all have enough rope Some rope We all hey. do have Yeah. I've just got... I think it's kind of like a an adventuring. I've only got fifty. I've only got fifty. Feet everyone has rope. at least enough rope to tie up eight dwarves. I've, That's just the the rule of thumb look, for adventure. You know the lore. I only have fifty if you're feet not, of rope. Assuming that they're like three feet wide, fifty tops, feet of rope. You only need like six feet to That's effectively tie somebody up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. Say I, I say to Ivory, this is just a precaution in case they get like mind controlled to fight us. I feel like we should tie these guys up so they don't like. Are they armed? Yeah, I mean they, they have, have like mining. They tools. have like mining tools. Some of them have Pick hammers. Take or... all of their weapons. Okay. Okay. I'm scared. So you you it. just remove all their weapons. Hold their they pants. Just, do they just <laughs> let him? And then tie them up. I pants them hey, just so they can't move. Is, is this one action though for eight? We're not in combat. Not in combat. So it was, you're matter. not. There's no. Take, I take my time. <laughs> Panting. I'm gonna take my time. I reassure Ibert, this is for their safety and ours. <laughs> Tie their boots together. Did the uh, detect thoughts together. get anything? Your detect thoughts to return nothing. Mm. Well, then I can effectively tell you that it's deeper than 30 feet, or it's not very smart. It's a dumb guy. Or it's a force of nature. Hmm. So, should we throw something in the water? 
Are there any precautions we want to take before we incur the wrath of whatever this might be? Yeah, I already pulled their pants down. That was a that was Chris, that was an excellent maneuver. Thank you. You are fine. You are thinking with strategy, and I am very proud. Thank you very much. Some people will call me childish, but what's the risk? Well, not risk, but what is the well, sure, risk. If all of these dwarves, some of them, if not all of them, return alive. Are we going to be... Obviously, we would love to not have citizens die. Some of you may but die. Will we, <laughs> will, we be, will we be in trouble with his might once that, again? That wasn't part of our mandate. Uh, I, I think that as long as they you're not needlessly slaughtering... Okay. I, I have enough <laughs> sway that okay. we can... What do you think we should do right now? Happen. Should we throw something in the water? I don't know. I I'm entirely at a loss. I you guys know more about magic than just, I do. I'm just gonna trace the area, like kind of walk the area. Does this go any deeper, any further? The border of the lake, of like the or room the room. that we're in. Yeah. No, so it's kind of like a big circular room. Like this is the end. And, Aside from and there's like the one entrance in. There's the lake in the middle with the waterfall coming in. So and I guess if you could get up above the waterfall. Above? Yeah. Is the lake draining anywhere or anything? Or it's just... Draining down? It's a lake. There's not like a river or an that, outlet yeah, that's, of any sort. Yeah, that's no. awesome. Hmm. I think we should just throw something in. Cal yells, Hello! 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 And it just echoes around. And Chris throws a rock in the lake. Okay. We're down here for a reason. Yeah. It's true. Can't. Cal readies his weapons as the rock gets through. Yeah, I'm going to pl- draw my short sword with my torch in one hand and my sword in the other. Ooh, very Gandalf. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. And Aragorn. All right, so you threw a rock. The dwarf just hide up. like a big rock, though. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> a big, big for Chris. For the male just, <laughs> A little <laughs> the, hey, big rock. Can, can you roll this for splash? Like yeah, sure. Roll for, roll for splash. This is for my male audience. I got an 11. Okay, so it's like a medium-sized splash. Okay. okay. But big for me. Big for Chris, medium for everyone else. I'm like, did you guys see that? Did you so see that? She must have gone three feet in the air. <laughs> <laughs> so as the water... And the giant monster freaking... As, as the rock hits the water, there's a an incredibly loud rumble, a deep bellow, and a huge wave flies out of the lake and i need you all to make a constitution check oh man a constitution check a check or a saving save, throw it's a save yeah. yeah constitution saving throw sorry con save oh shoot you got seven. Oh, we're good 21 16 15 plus 2 17 wait so you got a 16 uh-huh. you got a 17 mm-hmm. 21 21 and i'll roll for okay so Chris and Captain Ironbeard are both. Did Captain Ironbeard think the splash was big too? <laughs> he was really impressed. They're being brain They're being charmed or whatever. We're so impressed by the splash that we were like <laughs> distracted. Yeah. So the wave picks the two of you up and carries you back and up the uh, tunnel that you came down through into the goom. Well, not all the way up into the goom, but like up the tunnel quite a ways. So the water comes out of the thing Whoa. and pushes them through. Pushes them go. back. It 
I have in my notes 50 feet. Ooh. Okay. But so the rest of us do like the cool anime thing where we like grip into like, the ground. Brace <laughs> as the water just like <laughs> Yeah. Breaks around you. I just, or we just blast Gus away. and it just like no, you're, parts around like you. you're, <laughs> yeah. you're just pushed away and I think that's where we'll end. What? No! Oh, no! no! Shoot. Did I get hurt? That is diabolical. <laughs> that's a terrible place to end. Are you kidding me right now? I'm so freaking scared. <laughs> You're going to make his way to months <laughs> to figure out what happened. Shut up! <laughs> Sorry. Slumber party? Slumber party? I have nothing going Don't on. Don't even threaten me with the kids. <laughs> John's the only one. I was going to say, John has a wife, two Which kids, spots. and 19 I, dogs at home. <laughs> I, I have my five-year-old soccer game at 9.15. So, one more? <laughs> <laughs> I just... Oh, that's such a terrible... <sighs> Such a terrible cliffhanger. I better write some freaking notes. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Bad Venture Club. Special thanks go out to Eric Lowe for our theme song. You can find him on Instagram and Spotify or through our link tree. Another huge thanks to Jordan Stewart for our art design. You can find him at jstewillustration.com on Instagram or again through our link tree. Make sure to check out Cade's other podcast, No Bummers, wherever you listen to podcasts, as well as Skylar's other podcast, Culture Couch. Cade Larson is our DM and editor. Sadie Melton plays Esmeralda. Jordan Stewart plays Christoph Bronzefoot. John Lewis plays Cal Riggerhain. And Skylar Goforth plays Alistair Highwind. Join us back here in two weeks for the next exciting installment. And until then, stay frosty, get paid.